0: This is the Ambiguously Blind Podcast. We are challenging beliefs and revealing abilities
1: that make people extraordinary. Here is your host, a guy that is still remarkably tall for his age, John Grimes.
2: Hey, 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 greetings. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in, subscribing, and supporting the podcast experience. Our guest for this episode is the Manning brothers, Bradford and Brian. They joined us a little over two years ago to talk about their company, Two Blind Brothers. And there is a link in the show notes to go back and revisit that episode. I suggest you do that. But since then, both Bradford and Brian have become fathers. And as a father myself, I thought it'd be good to check in with them, see how fatherhood is going, um, see maybe if they have some dad jokes, and see what's going on with Two Blind Brothers and some new things that they are working on. Hey guys, thanks for coming back to the Ambiguously Blind podcast.
0: Well, it is Happy right to be nice home. to be here.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, you guys have been here before. You probably don't remember it. It was about two years ago, and it was episode 36. And I have a little bit of a kind of an exciting announcement for the podcast. For those of you keeping score at home, this is episode 100, actually. So I couldn't think of a better way to do this than to have the Manning brothers.
1: How could I forget one of the crowning achievements of my life being here <laughs> with you today? I mean, episode 36, July 19th. 2021.
0: I mean, it's a day that will live in infamy. It is a day that will live in infamy. And yeah. I'm really glad that you invited Brian back as well. That's so nice of you.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I feel like I can't have one without the other. And we did have a pretty good discussion a couple of years ago. I'll link to that episode in the show notes as well. But I do things a little differently than I did a couple of years ago, guys. I kind of like to break the ice a little bit and uh, ask you some kind of wacky questions to get things started. So you guys can think you can answer some wacky questions.
0: I
1: was born I was born wacky. <laughs> and I was born a question.
2: <laughs> and this should be perfect. Who has the better taste in music?
1: Ooh. Brad. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'll give that one up. Uh, you know, you got to give him early charity so he's kind throughout. <laughs> so I'll give him that one.
0: Although I will actually, you know, This is not the way I thought this was going to go. I thought Brian and I were going to start fighting immediately. But, you know, Brian did suggest a concert a couple months ago, Turnpike Troubadours. I've been playing a lot of that music. It's a band from Oklahoma. It is really great. So, you know, I I can't walk away with the. Put the trophy by myself on this one.
2: Okay, yeah. I know those guys. I saw them um, last spring at the uh, Houston Livestock and Show and Rodeo, actually. So those guys jam. Ooh. Yeah, pretty good yeah. show.
1: Yeah, they crush. I love them.
2: From Charlottesville, Brian, does that make you a Dave Matthews guy by default?
1: I, You know, I, I walked past the bar, Miller's, where he got his start each and every day on my way to the office. And I actually think I'm going to see him. Uh, he, he every year he does this kind of cool two night charity concert in Charlottesville. So I think I'm going to see him uh, ne- mid midway through next month.
2: Awesome. Well, he's one of my faves. He's he's great.
1: And they do a lot for this town. I mean, they're all, all you know, the whole, the whole band has really it's been awesome for Charlottesville. And they, they do give back. And I love their music. So it's a, it's a nice little, it's great when you meet your heroes and they live up to your expectations. Yeah. You're welcome.
2: <laughs> all right. Okay. So who's the better dresser?
1: I mean,
0: that's probably, well, we both wear two blind brothers. So we're equally amazing.
2: So. oh man good that's answer. a good answer yeah good just answer i was gonna
1: middle. i was gonna attack you viciously but i'm gonna go with what you said that's yeah. better
2: okay who's taller
1: brian uh, manning yeah that's I should, I should debate him
0: just to create ambiguity here but he is taller unfortunately i,
1: I mean it's hard to debate facts buddy it, you know it's I know you feel a little looked down upon by me, but that is because it—I it, it, it is—I I am looking down each and every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a joke. I was really hoping the joke would come together uh, as I said it it, it. it unfortunately didn't.
0: Yeah. Well. Okay. Brian wins one.
1: Yay.
2: Okay. Have you guys ever been confused for the lesser-known Manning brothers?
0: Oh. uh, no one's looked at us and said, oh, that's Eli and Peyton. (laughs) However, a lot of people will ask if we're related. And there have been instances where we've said yes, uh, although that wasn't true. Yeah.
2: You know, there's a commercial a couple of years ago. I don't remember who it was for, but it's like um, somebody's at a, um, like a major D at a restaurant saying, uh, Michael Jordan table for two. And some person named Michael Jordan walks up, but it's not, you know, Michael Jordan. (laughs) <laughs> and the maitre d is like supremely disappointed
1: yeah yeah i love i love that he goes to the airport and he's like checking in for his first flight and the woman's like oh you're right michael yeah michael jordan oh. yeah yeah
2: not what i was expecting the last time you guys were on brian said that he is uh, five years younger and the funner of the two brothers uh i'm sure the age thing is still the same he's still probably five years younger but is he still more fun
0: yeah it's easy to be fun
1: when you do less so um yeah yeah just skip through life not a care in the world just dropping stuff for brad to pick up it's uh it's wonderful wonderful i highly recommend everyone i think it's i think it's good for both your personality your you know your health your heart it's 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 a delightful thing
0: Yeah, and I know we're going to get into this, but we're both probably even mildly less fun than we even were because now we have a lot more responsibility in the form of families and children.
2: Okay, last question. Um, If I could choose one of you as a reader and one of you as a movie watcher, like, hey, did you read that book? No, I just watched the movie. Which one of you is the reader? Which one of you is the movie watcher?
0: Brian, I think, reads maybe more than I... I like to read, but I think Brian reads more than I do. So I'll give the reading to Brian. And
1: uh, I love to read.
2: What's your favorite book, Brian?
1: Oh, man, that is really hard. Uh, the Last Lion, Volume 3, like Winston Churchill during the wartime, is amazing. If you're looking for a great book. Pillars of the Earth. If you're looking for, like, a, a wonderful historical fiction, I mean... God, there's just, there are just too many books to get. The first book I ever fell in love with was The Power of One, followed by The Alchemist. I mean, there is really kind of just an amazing world out there of literature.
0: Yeah,
2: I guess so. And I guess, Brad, you would say probably the Barbie movie, probably the best movie.
0: You know, it's funny. I literally watched the first 45 minutes of Barbie last night. So um, I'm not ready to call it my. favorite movie um so i you know i think i'll go with you know movies i really really love i love i like some of the marvel movies i like avengers end game i like gardens guardians of the galaxy i love the professional i love the matrix i love Step Brothers. good one yeah those are those are a few
2: okay well that's all the wacky questions i think we got a little better picture of you guys now and hopefully Eli and uh, Peyton weren't, weren't uh, offended by that.
1: I wonder how many times they get confused for us. That's the question. No yeah. one's asked. When I have
2: them on, I will ask them that question. Yes. When
1: they get when they go to the airport, they're like, sir, do you need help seeing that? I, I assume you're one of the two blind Manning brothers. That's the situation I'm really gunning for.
2: OK, guys, on a little more serious note now, Brad alluded to it a little bit ago, uh, how much more responsible you guys have been. In the last two years since i've spoken with you you guys are both fathers now is that right
0: correct we are not not as a not as a duo we both have our respective wives yes but sure we are, both, we are both now fathers yes so
2: that's pretty amazing congratulations it's probably been a pretty exciting ride maybe exciting may not be the only word you would use to describe it
1: it's been amazing i i actually thought it was so interesting everyone everyone always talks uh, about how about how much you love your kids, how much it changed your life, how it made, how just extraordinary it is. And I thought all of it was hyperbolic. I thought you know, I kind of before I had it, before I had my son, I was like, man, you know, these people are just kind of playing, you know, banging the same old drum here. I'll tell you, it it's awesome. It is just like the best thing that uh, you, that, frankly, has ever happened. I, I I I'm now one of those people banging the drum.
0: David, actually the um, chairman of the Foundation Fighting Blindness, he said to me, he said before I had my first, he said, uh, you know, there's a lot of cliche, all I'll say, he says, all I'll say about parenting is there's a lot of cliches about having kids and parenting and they're all true. I was like, that's a good good way of putting it.
2: Yeah, I've kind of found that to be the case as well. And uh, we all have young, youngish kids, I think, between us here. The oldest is eight, so still a pretty young group, and boys and girls both involved here. What did you think about changing diapers before you changed your first diaper?
0: I hate it. <laughs> uh, I knew I'd hate it, and I did it, and I hated it because uh, maybe this gets into the eyesight thing too. I don't know if we even introduced this yet, but you know, Brian and I, we have a our vision impairment is called Stargardt's disease. Our vision acuity is like twenty four hundred we had as we were kids you know recognizing faces reading print driving is pretty tough we have some functional vision but yeah you know it's always like i don't even know if my wife really trusts me to do the diapers anymore unless <laughs> I to, which, which is actually kind of yeah nice. i don't
2: i don't think that's a bad thing necessarily yeah no. uh there's some anatomical differences in the boy versus girl department of changing diapers and that can be pretty challenging actually there's a. Uh, a whole different world than I'm used to, and i I tried to kind of you know I got involved when I needed to, but easily um passed past the buck there
0: yeah, my experience has been be swift but delicate, and uh yeah I, I just I seem to mess it up every time. There's one time where i you know, like my daughter she stepped in her diaper, like when I was trying to take it off, it was a disaster. There's one day where I got her out of her crib and she handed me her diaper, which I was trying to figure out what she was handing me. And then I was like terrified. Nice, Yeah. Very, uh, you know, it's a learning experience. It's an adventure that keeps you on your toes.
2: Have you ever had any projectile diaper situations?
1: Of course. Isn't that half the fun? Isn't that <laughs> where like 80% of the joy comes in? <laughs>
2: so uh when our oldest daughter came home from the hospital um you know at day like one or two years old she was not doing number two on her own um she was i guess basically like constipated and we were super concerned with what was going to happen um particularly leaving the hospital and going home it was our first child we'd never done anything like this we were it was crazy and after like six hours of getting home um, we had this thing happen where my my mother in law was sitting at the on one end of the table. She was being she was the, that the child was being changed on, and my wife is changing the diaper. And she opens up the diaper and kind of like lifts her up to see what's going on. And boom, projectile right on my mother in law.
1: Ooh, that's a nice way to start off the adventure.
2: Unfortunately, it landed on my mother in law you know was uh i don't know it was funny we all had a good laugh about it but uh projectile poop is it can be fun and you can you can laugh about it years later
0: yeah i'm still waiting to laugh a lot about it but i'm i'm excited for that day
2: (laughs) okay what about feeding i presume neither of you are breastfeeding but like do you have uh bottles can you measure things how do you measure food how do you do that stuff
1: no, it's a good question. And, uh, my son, you know, it's, it's not doing formula bottles now he's a bit older. So he does, you know, we are we're, we're past that phase, but I always, I took a, I took a closest probably right uh, approach to it. If it needed to be three ounces or four ounces or, you know, whatever it was needed to be that day, I, that's, that would be, you know, if it was 3.2 or, or 2.9, I didn't think it it mattered that much, you know, when it came to any medicine administration, I, I've been relegated to the B yes. squad Experts, on that one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, you know, we, we we turn that over to the professionals. But I always try to I try to view myself as a six man of the year. Right, the starters are in there. They're they're obviously better at the sport than I am. You know, they're just they're they're out there. They're competing. You know, in the la- you know in the last five minutes of the game, you want them in there to win. But they need a breather every now and again. They need a towel. They need a fresh, you know, they need a bottle of water. That's the old bride guy steps up. Those are those are my magic
2: moments. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of uh, peas, a lot of, what, squash, carrots, all those kind of things.
1: Everything. Ground turkey. Oh, man. Lo- kid loves codfish, loves Indian food, curries and dolls. Huge fan.
2: Wow. Wow. Okay. So do you know what you call an upset carrot? I do not. A steamed veggie. Oh,
1: ah! Man.
2: Just let the dad jokes start flying if you got any.
1: What do you? What's Irish and sits by the pool all day?
2: Hmm. I don't know. A can of Guinness. How
1: do you? owe furniture. Uh huh. What do you call an alligator and invest?
2: Investigator.
1: Good job. What did the buffalo say to its kid when it went to school? Bye,
0: son.
2: Yeah, that's good. I like that.
1: Nailed
0: it. Nailed it. Yeah. What does a mermaid use to wash her fins?
2: I don't know. What does a mermaid use to wash her fins?
0: Tide. Man.
2: I don't know if you guys can hear this or not. Oh, we heard that. Well, no. No, the sound sound I'm referring to is the sound of everybody turning off this podcast because uh, uh, the dad jokes are getting a little heavy but uh pretty good as dads you know you got to know those
1: Mm -hmm. and
2: you've got to make sure you embarrass your kids um as frequently as possible with that kind of stuff that kind of humor dad humor it's good stuff okay what about clothing obviously you guys know a little bit about clothing so have you ever been like called off sides or thrown a flag at no guys that does not match you can't wear those pants with that shirt
1: I mean, are you talking about when people say that to me directly? Or
2: about my <laughs> well, both, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you've got uh, stripes or polka dotted braille coating on your kids' clothes or colors to make sure everything's somewhat copacetic. Have you had any issues with that?
1: Well, fortunately, with Stargardt's disease, we keep actually a, a fair bit of peripheral vision. Uh, you know, so our color vision isn't great. Our detail vision isn't great. Uh, And so, you know, telling the difference between dark blue, navy blue, black and all that becomes quite a challenge. But uh, we still have a a fair amount of of functional vision. So I haven't run across the issue yet where it's been it's been uh, abhorrently wrong where you're going to call the fashion police. But I I'm sure I oftentimes when I get my son dressed in the morning, very soon after, my wife changed them into his, as she calls it, his all-day outfit versus just what I sure, put on him.
2: Sure, but you know, I don't know that that has anything to do with being with any sort of visual impairment. I think that might be a dad job in general, where mom always has a, a better idea of what to wear or what to do. At least it is in my house.
1: I tend to agree.
2: Okay, and on a little more serious note, particularly regarding the visual impairment element of being uh,
1: being a dad, do do your
2: kids? know that or realize that or have a feel for what that means in in real
0: life for either of you guys my oldest daughter's two years and a month she's still too young to realize it yeah and i'm not sure how that yeah i saw i saw a video of somebody whose mom was blind and he was talking about how it it just it, it really it was just so ordinary to him that was just ordinary life he didn't have any you know, I, I don't know what you would call it, like dramatic thoughts about it. So yeah. I thought that was, that was sort of interesting. Um, And then, you know, the the one thing that this kind of like a weird special moment. You know, for me is that, you know, I have trouble recognizing faces, and you know, if I were to actually see some of these face, it's sort of like you're too close to them for it to be.
2: <laughs> yeah, comfortable. Yeah,
0: any, any normal or everyday situation, but you know, when you have your own, you know, your your sweet newborn one year old two year old you know we're actually that close and that's kind of a cool thing i didn't really realize until having kids is i kind of get that facial expression with you know the limited vision that that
1: i have
2: yeah there's been a lots of occasions where i'll be like at a school um maybe picking up my kids or doing something and there's kids running all over the place you got to be real careful uh at least i do because I can't really tell them apart from anybody else, particularly when they're more than a few feet away from me. I kind of like what you're saying is I have to almost be uncomfortably close to somebody to get, you know, to actually see them or make their facial uh, expression or appearance. So that's usually not a good setting.
0: The other thing I'll add to, it's like yesterday we were at this park and there's just a lot of room for, you know, our daughter to run. And you know, I have some vision to watch her within like a really close proximity, but one of the things I'm still figuring out is that it's like, well, how do I manage and what's okay in terms of how far she gets from me? You know, like that's something I really just don't, I'm just sort of coming into right now, um, which is interesting.
2: Yeah. I've dealt with that myself and, you know, you've heard the term of like a helicopter parent, but I think what what you're talking about and what I'm referring to here is like I mean, we kind of want to be a helicopter in the sense that we want to be near them so we can see them, um but not near enough to them that we're trying to like stifle what they're doing or you know like um like oppressively close to them, right? But I guess I would say I struggle with that myself. We'll go to a park or we'll go somewhere, and you know there's a lot of weird people in this world, and unfortunately, I mean, I'm one of them, so I have a pretty good feel for that, and i just I just really worried about what I what I might be missing because I don't have the full acuity to see the detail that I want. And then uh we have three. So, you know, just multiply that times a billion. And that's kind of the feeling I get every time we go to a park, which is pretty awesome. Yeah.
1: I, I was actually reading somebody talking about using Apple Air tags where they where you can draw a radius around yourself. So like let's say you know the park is yeah, 40 okay. feet across or whatever it is you could you know each of the kids has one on it and then your phone lets you know if they exit the radius so that's like, interesting All right, Yeah, I've never as heard long that. as they're within the 40-foot park i don't really care they can go have their fun and do whatever's yeah. happening i'm here but if but if it exits the 40 feet an alert goes to your phone and it beeps the air tag so you would be able to a know where it goes be hear it and see, know they're kind of no longer in the space that you thought was good. so it it allows for more flexibility in like in the spaces that you're at.
2: yeah, that's cool. I've also um, been around like this goes back to school again, where I'll be there with my kid or kids, and I'll grab somebody else's kid. you guys had had a chance to do that yet? Not yet. That happened once, and that'll be the last time. Take some preventative measures because, you know, especially if um, dad is, you know, Hulk Hogan standing next to you and you grab his kid, things can happen pretty quickly. But that's always been a lot of fun. It's one of those things where I'm still trying to figure that out. And I probably will figure that out about the time they're 40.
1: Yeah. And that'll be great. I think that, I think that's, I think that's right when it's supposed to be.
2: You guys got any funny stories about parenting in general?
0: Uh, the funny parts are like how much, how fast they're learning and the things that they're saying every day. And, how much they copy you i mean that just like cracks cracks me up like you know like uh my wife says oh my goodness a lot and so like anytime that we do anything or or you know when actually the thing that cracks me up is every time ray does something good we like say yay and we clap our hands so now she's doing it to me when i like put my shoes on i'm like oh i gotta put my shoes on <laughs> i put them in and then she claps and she's like yay good job daddy and i yeah. was like okay it's a little patronizing
1: but yeah. yeah no my son does that all the time like we'll drop something and we'll say like oh no and now anything that happens he'll he'll just go oh no and it's fine when we're in public uh it's fine when we're in private but in public it's funny and the other thing that he loves he He's very inclusionary in his actions, so we'll do if you're happy and you know clap your hands. But he, if if everyone around him isn't doing it, he won't continue to, to be a part of. him, just point at people until they do it. And we were at uh we were at breakfast, and we ended up sit, We had we ended up having about fifteen people joining in and clapping their hands and stomping their feet and and spinning around. He was he was like a little tyrant in the middle of a diner.
2: Those are good times. You get you get some video of that.
1: I unfortunately, I, 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 was the, I was the ringleader, uh, now you know, calling out the commands. Uh, he was just the enforcer. Okay, well, you got to have one of those
2: from a star perspective. Uh, obviously, this is a genetic disease. I, I maybe I shouldn't say obviously, maybe people don't know that it is a genetic disease. And did you guys do anything in preparation for having kids to see if that was going to be a possibility?
0: Yeah, well, I, I'm happy to share on um, that. Um, we just figured we'd want to know, you know? And so, you know, my wife got tested for the Stargardt's ABCA4 gene. She didn't have, um, she, she, you know, she, I have two bad copies of the gene, uh, quote unquote bad, and she has two good copies. So all of our kids will be carriers, but none of them will have Stargardt's uh, Express.
2: I guess if you could choose a way to do it, that'd probably be the way to do it.
0: Yeah. Although, and the other thing I'll share too, it's, you know, it's very interesting. When we had our first child, there's this um, genetic test that they encourage. I think if you go in prospectively to have kids and you're asking all the different doctors, all kinds of stuff, they'll recommend this uh, big genetic test. And when we did it with our older daughter, it was for 250 different severe genetic conditions that someone could have. And then by time we were having our son two years later, it was 511 conditions. And one of those listed was Stargardt's disease. So anybody who's getting that, you know, prescribed or encouraged to take that, that comprehensive genetic test is now going to know if they're a carrier for Stargardt's.
2: Interesting. So what do you attribute that to? Is it, you know, the uh, places like the Foundation Finding Blindness and people that are Pushing for that kind of stuff Or what?
0: Well, I'm sure, I'm sure the foundation has a hand in it, you know, at, at some point because you know that, that involves having to first identify the gene, and these are all monogenetic, meaning it's one gene that, that controls the disease versus something like type 1 diabetes that has just it's sort of an amalgamation of a bunch of different genes and the combination of certain ones being turned on can lead to the disease. It's just, it, you can't sort of pinpoint it as easily. So, you know, um, FFB has obviously funded a lot of this research, you know, 20, 30 years ago to, to identify these genes. So I'm sure, I'm sure at some point that, that they had their hand in that.
2: Do You know what uh, one dinner plate said to the other? Dinner's on me tonight. ha,
1: <laughs> <laughs> ha. Did you hear about the, uh, it's actually a little scary in Charlottesville. There's a there's a, a a little person who's out there murdering people. He's really hard to catch, though, because he's a psychic. Yeah, they're calling him the small medium at large. Yeah.
2: Um, do you know why uh, Cinderella is so bad at soccer? Uh, I don't know. She's always running from the ball.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, fun, fun, fun. Knock, fun,
0: knock. Fun. Who's there interrupting cow
2: interrupting It's a good one. I've actually been I've heard that one my kid did that one to me.
1: You got a smart kid?
2: Yeah. She gets that from her mother, not from me. That's funny. But it could have been the same kid. I want to talk a little bit here about too. This ties into kids and sunglasses. You guys feel like sunglasses are pretty important? I certainly do. I've got a pair of your Cavalier glasses. And You uh, do? I do. Yeah. And the um, I don't know, this was a few months ago. I'm at lunch with the family. We went to In-N-Out Burger, good burgers. And so we're loading things up and leaving. And I go to grab my uh, glasses that I set down on the table, which was mistake number one. And they're not there. Can't find them. And what I think happened was that the glasses somehow ended up on the tray or something and and ended up in uh, in the trash. So it's kind of a sad story. And it was a rough rest of the day without my glasses because I, I really do use them one for protection uh one of my eyes is totally blind and have about 2300 in the other and um light going from light to dark or dark to light is a, a big thing plus glare and just kind of general protection plus I, it makes me look good too right and my future is pretty bright so i pretty much always have to wear them anyway so um, i actually was able to get mine replaced by the two blind brothers under the replacement plan. So let's talk about that for a little bit.
1: You know, you, you nailed a few points there. One is how how critical and important sunglasses are for, you know, for people with, you know, eye diseases. kind of the number one way to slow the progression is generally to wear sunglasses. At least that's what some, you know, optometrists have told me. And, and, and two is, you know, what those glasses are, it actually really, really matters. I mean, Brad and I put, as much science energy effort and passion into these glasses as we possibly could the lenses are polarized you know with 100 percent uva and uvb protection we even put a matte coating on the inside on the on the eye side of the lens so that when the light hits from behind you it doesn't refract into your eye and give you all the same damage you would have otherwise gotten you know the quality of the glass actually is so so important to protecting your eyesight and for anybody who does not have an eye disease, it is still the number one way to protect your vision over your lifetime. And Brad and I were, you know, when we were talking about this, we didn't, and we ran into this problem all the time where you go to the store, you buy these expensive glasses because you want the high quality, but then you're at an Outburger or you're kayaking or you're wherever and you lose them. And then you have to make the decision whether you want to save your vision and protect your eyesight or you want to protect your wallet and we just decided that that wasn't that wasn't right so we made these beautiful as high quality glasses as we possibly could to protect our own eyes and we added a warranty program that if you break them if you lose them if you throw them in a river or anything uh we'll send you a new pair and you know no questions asked and the re- the reason is you just should never have to make that judgment call for to you know being healthy versus versus, you know, protecting your wallet. And, and it's so funny that, you know, we put this out, we believe in it, we sold a ton of pairs of Cavaliers and, you know, we we really don't get much abuse on the uh, on that program and, and we want more people to use it because we want more people protecting their eyes.
2: Yeah, you guys put a lot of thought into the design. They look pretty cool. What what style are, are the Cavaliers? What would you call them?
0: So it's like a Wayfarer style and, and we're actually in the process of kind of like doing a whole 2.0 version of, The uh, sunglasses, which probably will come out beginning of next year.
2: Oh, cool. What should we expect from that? Is there any uh, news you can drop on us for that?
0: Um, Just more styles. um, A really fantastic manufacturing partner. So, like, you know, the quality is already really good. It's going to get even better. And just small improvements, new manufacturing partner maybe um a second or third style so yeah very very excited wow. how that.
2: many styles are there now is there one
0: it's just one just one in two colors tortoise and black
2: yeah i got the black ones those are cool and um i do wear them quite often that's great so i also got involved in the shop blind challenge uh, the last time we spoke is what's what's happening with that
0: yeah so the shop blind challenge that that's been amazing so you know this, this was just an idea we had a few years ago it's become the primary way that people frankly shop to blind brothers it's uh it's just the idea would you would you buy something without seeing it first and um, so we present a price point and you know we make the the box boxes the packages we try to make them so people are pleasantly surprised and uh, it's been incredible it's just, and I think one of the reasons it's worked so well is it's fun it gives You know, people know that they're supporting, you know, a good cause and they kind of get a fun story out of it. And most of the time they're getting items that they love as well. And so that's been great. And then other stuff going on. We Actually, it's funny, this weekend on Saturday, Brian and I were on QVC selling um, our socks, uh, which was a lot of fun. Nice.
2: That's cool. QVC. I love watching QVC. I'm going to admit to that right now, especially around Christmas time. That's like their Super Bowl, man. It's so great.
0: It's amazing. I mean, honestly, we 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 originally were really interested in it just because we thought it'd be fun and just like a great story, you know, we've got these little adventures out of running two blind brothers, but it's a real business. I mean, they channel. Move, they're moving a lot of stuff and um and they have great super loyal customers and and it's just it you know, it's a lot of fun for us. So we've we've been there like five times now and uh it, we've just reflecting on how much fun it is. Other things are, um, we have a collection of, of guide dog stuffed animals called myguidedog.com. And uh, it's in partnership, um, a couple ways that it supports some different guide dog organizations, but those have been really cute. You know, those will oftentimes be in the shop line challenge as well. But uh, yeah, lots of new products coming out, bags, backpack, weekender bags, notebook, new graphic
1: t-shirts, all, all kinds of stuff.
2: What is the one thing in the two blind brothers catalog that somebody just couldn't live without?
1: Uh, it sounds a little cliche, but if you're not wearing our socks, uh, your, your colors are not as bright for you. Food tastes worse. The The world is not as wonderful. Hey, our socks are unbelievably. Tell fantastic.
2: me about the socks.
1: They are. So we've done, there's, there's a, there's a, more technology in these things than you'd ever anticipate but we got rid of the toe seam a lot of people comment on that no toe seam we double weave the midsole so it's it almost feels like you're walking on memory foam we the the blend of fabrics inside of it makes it so it's thick but not kind of overly chunky or bulky we have this uh we have this hug technology on our calf sock, so it actually holds to your calf it doesn't slide down even if you wash it 50 times I mean it is really designed to be beautifully rendered and perfect it may making for people that if you just love love a pair of socks this is this is the only thing that you'll ever you'll ever need again
0: you've caught us very fresh on this too because we were just on QVC <laughs> you know given the whole pitch and you know and, and you know the um you know, the ankle socks have a blister tat just for extra support for people who are walking or running in them all day. I mean, there's a, it sounds funny. There's a lot that's involved with them. But but here's the thing that I'll say, you know, Brian actually pointed this out before we went on QVC this last time. There are hundreds of products listed under the category of socks on qvc.com. The Two Blind Brothers um, sock offer is, Literally the number one customer rated offer. The reviews on it, people just love them. So it's easy for us to, to you know, tell people if you want to try something from the brand, get the socks because we, we know for a fact they're going to absolutely love them.
2: I love some of that language you just used there. You said the sock offer because I think that's what they say on QVC. They're like, <laughs> you know, this is the Tuban Brothers offering. Now we've got, uh let's see, Bill, we got, we are sold out of the gray, but we have 200 of the blue and 100 and 105. 105 the, the red's going fast guys, so if you want to get okay. the red, now's the time to call in. That's just three easy payments of you know whatever and and we can get next day shipping is Is, is that how it really works is that
0: It's a hundred percent like that, and you actually sound like you could be a host
2: yeah so who did you guys work with when you were on QVC?
0: So we work with um a guy named Alberti, and then we've worked and then usually there's like there's at least one there's usually two. Um, there's a woman named uh, Kirsten who co-hosted this past time, and then um, and then there was a woman, uh, one of our first visits, uh, a woman named Jen Coffey, who did a phenomenal job as well. So you guys and are there
2: walking around in socks, and they're looking at they're close ups of your feet, and is that is that all that happening
1: too?
0: They thankfully they have models, so oh, we, we don't have to Ooh. see Brian's toes. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: They, they lost, we lost out of some sales because of that, but I, I had to forego that, you know, let the models be the professional.
2: Yeah, so how many colors do they come in?
1: So we
0: just expanded. So we have a, we have a four pack, which has like a green, a red, a pink, and a um, yellow, but then we just introduced this like, kind of like rainbow neon pack. And what this is, it's like a little pop of color. They're like, kind of like this deep charcoal. We got we got um, black and white socks as well, but we have this new six um, six pair like rainbow pack as well, which is kind of fun. A lot of like the colors are just a little more um, vibrant too. But that that's been selling really well.
2: Are either of you wearing them now?
1: Oh, yeah. of course. I don't wear anything yeah. else.
2: Yeah, I guess I need to get me some of those. I guess I can get them from QVC or from Two dot com, right?
0: Yeah, get them from us because then we don't have to pay QBC for them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> But I won't get the, I guess I'm getting the QVC experience right now with you guys myself personally. So that's pretty awesome. So yeah, I guess I'll just get from the website. It's twoblindbrothers.com. The uh, Shop Blind Challenge is going on and the socks and all the other stuff, as well as the Cavaliers. I'm excited about the new, the new uh, glass offerings from Two Blind Brothers. Maybe you'll have them on QVC too.
0: Yeah, no, we're really excited. I, I should also give a little plug too. We're, we're about to launch, we've got one of the things we're most excited about is um, We're releasing a big line of optical eyewear. So if you go to like your optometrist, you know, obviously if you're vision impaired, you know, you're probably going to your specialist, but if you're sort of normal, nearsighted, farsighted type of eyeglass optometrist appointment, we're releasing a collection of optical eyewear. Won't be really in stores until next spring, but we're we're going to a trade show next week to introduce it to uh, a bunch of the kind of distribution partners. Which is, and we get a kick out of it because it's like, who thought two blind brothers would be selling
2: glasses, reading
0: and driving glasses, um, which is part of the appeal. Yeah, I love it. I think most people
1: thought it'd be luxury cars, but
2: here we are. Oh, man. That's it. Okay. Do you guys know what uh, lawyers wear to court? A suit, lawsuits.
1: Oh, Mm. I like that.
2: That suit. You're on the right track there.
0: What do you call a Labrador that can do magic tricks?
1: Oh, yeah. I love this one.
0: An abracadabra door.
2: Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah.
1: yeah. Nailed it.
2: What do elves learn in school? <laughs> the alphabet.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, not bad. Not bad.
2: Yeah, well, the dad jokes are starting to get a little thin here, guys. I'm real sorry about that. That's uh, getting getting kind of crazy. I, I unlike
1: my dad, bod,
2: which is obviously quite uh, quite stellar, right?
1: It's 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 extraordinary.
2: <laughs> it's a thing of beauty, I'm sure. Um, luckily, this is an audio-only medium, though, Brian. So um, um...
1: I think people can hear it. I think they can <laughs> tell just by the tamper. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I appreciate you guys. It's, it's always fun chatting with you guys. We had a good time last time, and uh, the dad jokes just kind of ramp everything up. Now that we're all dads, um, it's you know life is crazy, and you got to laugh a little bit, and have a good good spirit about things. And I think you guys have that.
0: Thank you so much. And you, you know, one thing I wanted to share with you and anyone who's listening, you know, I think we're all very lucky to be living in this day and age where technology and just the culture change is allowed. You know, folks who have these vision issues to do things like this. You know, if you we all think back to like when Brian and I were kids thirty years ago, you know being able to have relatable conversations, talk through all these things, it just didn't exist. And you know if you're a listener out there or you're doing things for this community, you know, thanks so much. And Brian and I are just thrilled to have a small part in being able to to share. So, you know we we really appreciate you know platforms like this where you know these stories can be shared and and others who are going through what we went through thirty years ago can just have you know get a little insight, get a good dad joke and, uh, and and learn a little bit about others who are going through it, yeah. I, I appreciate
2: that too. That sound kind of sounds like a compliment, which reminds me of my final dad joke of the uh, proceedings here. Is what does a uh, corn say when it gets a compliment? Ah, oh, shucks. <laughs>
1: Oh, there sure. it
2: is. I think that's a good way to go out unless you guys got a better one
0: that's good to me
2: yeah, go out on Nailed top it. Yeah. yeah, Keep them, Leave wanting, them you, wanting
1: a little bit exactly
2: better. and I think that's what we've done here clearly that's what we've done here So, guys once again I appreciate it uh, Twoblindbrothers.com. check out all the sock offerings and all the colors and they're going fast I'm sure so you know do all that and, and of course the glasses it's been a lot of fun guys I appreciate it
0: alright take care
1: Thanks for spending your time with the Ambiguously Blind podcast. Please rate and write a review wherever you subscribe. Don't wait, connect with us at ambiguouslyblind.com.